This podcast brought to you by Tabby and Sammy. These are the sounds of cats at Halloween. What does she do? She's just standing there, just growling at nothing. <laughs> There's nothing there. So, cats at Halloween, they like to make scary cat sounds. Did you remember this week to put your phone on silent? Nope. All right. Well, today's uh, extra spoopy episode brought to you by Mr. Skeletal. Doot, doot. And ca- Jared's cats. Doot, doot. We're going to talk about... <laughs> She's just making noises. We are going to talk about spoopy Halloween games and how we get spooped. Or not spoopy Halloween games, just games you play at Halloween. Okay, fine. Because you put there's some that you didn't put on here that I like. Well, we can... What, a... what the heck is going on? <laughs> I'm just going to put her in the bathroom. Okay, so we're going to talk about spoopy Halloween games. Um, and not necessarily Halloween games, but games that are spoopy that you play at Halloween. Sure. Okay. Ghosty games. Yeah. Oh, man. There's actually a bunch of ghost games we didn't put on here. Right. But ghosts are Halloween. Well, so are like spiders and witches. Well. Look, the problem is that the horror genre of gaming. Um, this is like if we were like, all right, we're going to talk about every scary movie. Well, we can't. We, we're just going to talk about yeah. some that we yeah. like. Yeah, and a couple that you hate. Well, we, as in some that I like, some that you like. Uh-huh. Okay. Which, there are several here that you put on the list that I've never played, yeah. and then there's like three on here that I put on the list. Well, I also put Dark, Darker, Darkest on this list, and that game's I... pretty much a train wreck. Never heard of it. So it's made by Queen Games. I guess we're starting. Hold on. We'll be right back after this song. Okay, so Dark Darker Darkest, it's by Queen Games. It's it's a zombie sort of zombie game, but it takes place in a um a mansion that's on fire and you have to explore the mansion and get the zombie cure and get out before the building burns and collapses. The game's not good. <laughs> it's not very good. Uh it was one of Queen Games many, 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 many Kickstarter titles. I think they still owe me part of it, but I just don't care enough to harass them about it it's from 2013 they sent me most of it and then we played it on it actually came in halloween 2013 i think and played it and was like wow this game's a train wreck yeah ghost with candy is one of the ones that i was thinking of was like we were talking about ghosts sorry johnny just added something to the to the rundown because i'm trying to put things on the list that i've actually played sure um but dark darker dark is just it's not that it's a bad game. Um, it's th- the issue is, as was explained to me, the rule book that they printed was not the final rule book. It was like, oops, we sent the wrong file. But whether or not they actually sent the wrong file or they just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. 
but the game has a lot of problems. It's a really cool idea, and a lot of the minis are really neat, but the th the theme doesn't save it from the badness of the rulebook being bad. Does that make sense? Go on Board Game Geek and look this game up, Dark, Darker, Darkest. Go to the Files section and download the real rulebook. And that'll... Um, I mean, it won't really tell you anything. John, do you... What? Why is this game... It has a 6.48 on BGG. What game? Dark, Darker, dark, Darkest. Darker, dark, dark, Darker... Never yeah. mind. Uh-huh. I'm going to stop trying to say it now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it has official revised rules posted four years ago. Maybe somebody, the game company, decided to make it revised? Well, yeah. They contain a complete rewrite of the original rules with added examples, clarity issue addressed, and errors removed. Additionally, some mechanical elements are further streamlined, most notably the code-breaking mechanic that is greatly simplified to ensure even smoother gameplay. Um, yeah, the guy that posted this is the, de <laughs> the designer of the game. <laughs> so I don't want to say anything bad about Queen Games, but I think it's really funny that the designer himself was like, hey, here are rules to make my game not suck. I don't know. It seems... What are you... What's happening here? What are you... What are you doing with letter O's? Johnny's typing. <laughs> And every single time that she's typed the letter O, it's been capital. She, What are you doing? I'm adding something. Just shut up. <laughs> um, I guess if we're going to talk about other games that have some rules problems. No, it's not a rules problem. I'm adding something. What? No, you don't even about. know what I'm going to do. Okay. A Touch of Evil. Have you played that? No. It's, um, it's F Flying Frog Productions. They also made Last Night on Earth, which is also on the list. So A Touch of Evil is like vampire themed. Um, it's got like witchcraft and uh, vampires. And then A Touch of... Oh, that's A Touch of Evil. Um, the other one. Um, what the heck did I just say? A Touch of Evil and vampires. No, the other one. Let you me, said the other one. No, the other one. What's it? <laughs> <laughs> last night on earth <laughs> oh sorry I just, right. okay so earth. usually johnny's the one that has a stroke but this time it was me <laughs> so last night on earth and touch of evil they're essentially the same game i mean they're not they're not and please don't send me an angry tweet that says um they're similar they're different games. Um, would you would you say they are similar they are games? very similar games okay but if you want to send an angry tweet at me I that is at Ira Glass. <laughs> Are we doing this again? Yeah. <laughs> um, essentially, they are your favorite kind of game. There's tiles. There's movement. There's cards. Um, a Touch of Evil has like a world map, whereas Last Night on Earth has little tiles. I mean, they're different. They are different. They're not compatible. They might be actually. Somebody might have done something to make the compatible, but they're but they're very similar games. So if you like one, you'll like the other. It's just mechanically they have some differences, and then thematically, obviously, they're different. Right, but they're both 
horror yes yes and flying frog makes a lot of that kind of game right they they also made that god are were you with me like two years ago at gen con when i went to yell at some people and i didn't i'm not yelling at them but when i complained that i had purchased a thing from them on kickstarter and they still had not fulfilled it to me and i was just like hey question marks Probably not. I was probably working at a booth. And they still um, have Lara. Lara was probably. It might have been Lara, yeah. Um and I don't know if that game has ever Shadows of Brimstone is what I'm talking about, but it's not. Um but like they haven't finished sending out all the stuff to that. I don't know. Still? Yeah. Yeah, um, so if anyone, specifically I believe Mary Beth was the person that I needed to get a hold of, if you are listening to this podcast and want to send me the rest of my pledge, that would be awesome. However, I realize now that you've run another Kickstarter for a different game that is also compatible with Shadows of Brimstone, a standalone expansion that you're currently in the process of doing production on. So I understand if you're too busy to send people their product. You did not back that, did you? Moving on. <laughs> the answer is you did. Why would you back something for some, you know, Yeah, for that's a good question. Product? That's, that's a dumb. good question, Jondi. But we're not talking about that anymore. I said <sighs> moving on, and now we're talking about Arkham Horror. You've never, you've never played Arkham Horror, have you? No, I haven't played a majority of the games that you put on well, this list. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and combine these. Um, the Jasko slash Linvander. Is this two ends? I have a story. I have a story about this. The Jasko slash Linvander, Buffy the Vampire Slayer game, and Arkham Horror. I'm combining them because they're very similar games. Arkham Horror is more complex and heavier. And then the Buffy one is a similar concept, but with Buffy the so Vampire Slayer. So at Gen Con, was it last year? When they were demoing the when, Buffy yeah, game? Yeah, when I played it. So. And we did the stupid musical episode? Well, yeah, Lara, on one of my breaks, took me over there. And she's like, oh, my God, this Buffy game is really awesome. As soon as I got to the booth, I was like, are these the same people that made the Mega Man game? Yes. She's like, yep. And I, I was like. I still don't have that. Well, I was like, uh, I'm out. I, <laughs> I'm not playing anything that these people made because that Mega Man game was so boring. I gave them my email address last year at Gen Con and this year at Gen Con to, to be like, hey, um, you know, uh, you know, no big deal. I've got 3,000 other games I haven't played, but if you guys can get around to figuring out why you haven't sent this to me, we should just do an episode about all the, about all the Kickstarters that I am missing. Okay, so disclaimer here. You make it sound like lots of Kickstarters. Oh, let right. me, no, no, no. Let me finish No, no, sentence. I know what you're going to say, and I can explain this. So When it, you back the sheer number of yes, Kickstarters that you in, back... If, you, if your percentage of failure of Kickstarters is like 5%, let's say you back... 100 Kickstarters, and like three of them drop the ball on fulfillment or something. That's not terrible. But when you're at like a thousand, it seems like there's more right. issues. But so you make it sound like lots don't. It's just the sheer it, number. It's just because I back so many stupid right. things on Kickstarter, and then some percentage of that 
some small right. percentage of that has and an it's, issue. It's a very small number still. It, it's it just still you, is. You back so many. Yeah. That, so that's the disclaimer. 1% of a billion is still a lot. Right. So the disclaimer to all of you people listening, don't get scared of backing things on Kickstarter because Jared doesn't get some of his stuff. He still, his, he still gets a large number of his stuff um, completely correctly. Um. Yeah, but what was I trying to talk about, John D? Arkham Horror. Arkham Horror. Yeah, I, I just, I, my, my aside was I refused to play the Buffy game because their uh, Jasco Games other game that I played was so awful and boring. Well, we have a copy of it in our. We do, but I won't library. play it. Well, maybe, maybe we'll see. Arkham Horror, you, you go around and you fight Cthulhu monsters, and you have to seal portals, and defeat the elder gods i'd rather play that over buffy the buffy game you have to fight vampires and werewolves go around and save townspeople and fight the hellmouth i'd rather play like, you're fighting like the the big bad of the week which is fine but i'd rather play the the buffy the vampire slayer legendary that's fair they're totally different games they are different games but i like deck builders okay. so if i'm gonna play a buffy game i'd rather play the deck builder okay well i like arkham horror a whole lot and I would rather play, if I'm going to play an Arkham Horror type game, if they're similar games, I'd rather play the Cthulhu one. Okay. I mean, that's fair. Just don't try to play all of Arkham Horror. I have all of Arkham Horror. I have all of it, except for some promos and some of the stuff that you can only get from going to like the events, like the Arkham Horror Nights right? that Fantasy Flight ran. I have all of it. And it is a terrible, terrible, terrible idea to try to play all of it at once. It's <laughs> the worst. Will it make you go insane? It takes 47 hours. Well. We could do that during our Extra Life event. We don't we have just, 47 hours. We could only play all of Arkham Horror. I don't want to only play one game. That is fair. Definitely don't want to only play one game. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, you know, I should start having like a notepad to write down stuff. Here, Johnny, okay. you talk about something. I'm going to find a notepad. Um, I will talk about um, uh, London Dread. London Dread is, we've talked about it before because it's on my 10 by 10. I've only gotten two plays in, so it's fair to say that I'm not going to get 10 plays in. Um, though, I think I'm going to just continue my 10 by 10 on through 2018 just so I can get 10 plays in all the games. But anyway, London Dread is a cooperative game. It's set in Victorian England. Um, and you're trying to uncover plots. Um, it's a... It's a really dark, dark game. And it's like... There's a series of really dark stories that you're trying to solve. Um it's kind of a thematic story driven game where you play through a lot of different stories. I have never gotten past the first story because I won't go past the story until I've beaten the story. And the two times I've played, we failed miserably both times. Well, no, we, we won because we, we played cheated. wrong. <laughs> so I don't count that as a win. The second time I played, I played when I was at SaltCon in Utah, and we played correctly. We got to the final battle, and then we all went insane. So we did not win. Um, the game is its kind of a programming game, so there's a, there's a part 
where you program where you're going to go to try to solve, to try to get to the final battle. And then you go through the, the, once you've programmed, then you actually try to solve the different parts of the story to get to the final battle. And then when you, we made the mistake when we were playing, um, when we were playing, no, um, when I was playing at SaltCon of using up all of our like cards that can help you before we actually got to the final battle. So when we got to the final battle, we had no like help. So it's a really, you're trying to like, there's things like an appearance of a caped killer on the streets of London. Um, there's supernatural stuff. It's a really cool game and it's really dark. So it would be a great game to play at, um, during Halloween time. So it's like, like murder mystery and it's all cooperative. So it's really fun. Um, and it's not a short game. So you're looking at least, at least like, I don't know, hour, hour and a half, depending on how many people you play with. That sounds about right. Uh, what about Fury of Dracula? Have you ever played Fury of Dracula? No, but I've heard really good things about it. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so I have third edition, but I've never played third edition. I've only played second edition, but I, I played it at Geekway. And I was like, oh, I really like this game. Oh, it's out of print. And then third edition came out, and I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to buy it. And then I just haven't played it. I did read about the differences. And it seems like third edition is a bazillion times better than second edition. It fixes a lot of rules balancing issues. But essentially, one player plays as Dracula. Okay. I want to play as Dracula. And the other players are hunters. So it's semi-cooperative. Yeah, except for the person that's Dracula. Right. That's uh, hence semi-cooperative. Yeah, it's the same kind of idea. Have you played any of the Jack the Ripper games? Like Letters from Whitechapel? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's, it's it's that exact we same game. We played that uh, with John. Mm, no, we played Watson we played, Holmes Detective Agency. We've also played Detective Let, Agency. You might not have been with us. We played yeah, no, Letters I, from Whitechapel. I haven't played that with you. Yeah, okay. But anyway, I've, it's, the, exa- it's it. the exact same game. Uh, it's not the exact same game. but Similar, it's, though. You know, Dracula moves unless Dracula moves in secret unless he doesn't move in secret, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Okay. So it's a pretty cool game. I think it's out of print again. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a million dollars again. Yep, it sure is. Here's an eBay listing for nine hundred ninety. Are you kidding me? Come on. Seriously, will people actually pay that? No. Look, if you super bad want this game. It's like 170 on Amazon. It's $1,000 on eBay. <laughs> Just go to Board Game Geek and buy a used one in the market. Just yeah. like some guy has one. Here's one for $50. Yeah. That's, Sh- that's come a on. lot. $1,000. Okay. I say that. And then here's a guy selling it. Are you kidding me? Guys, come on. The, the board gaming hobby is supposed to be. Are you kidding me? So this is a problem. This is a problem that I have with the growing of the hobby. The more people that are in the hobby, the more toxic it's become. Well, you're going to have that with any kind of you hobby. You are. But but scalping, not... scalping, scalping board games? But you know what? There's only going to be a small percentage of people that are going to be like that. For the most part, it's still a decent community. Yeah. It just... This game is not worth a thousand dollars. No game is worth that. Um, uh, mm, there's some. I disagree. It, there's still just games. Are you telling me that games. if if Cones of Dunshire happened, which it won't now because they don't own Catan anymore, but 
I was they're willing. still I, just when games. they did the Cones of Dunshire Kickstarter. I put like a five hundred dollar bid on that, not a it's bid. It's still but just a game. It is, but don't you want to be the the no. legend? Okay, fine. Um, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, please go watch Parks and Rec. <laughs> it's still just a game. <laughs> if you have no idea what Cones of Dunshire is, go on YouTube, type in Cones of Dunshire, and watch that clip from that episode of Parks and Rec. It's probably not the best episode of Parks and Rec, it's but it's up there. It's still pretty funny. It's up there. Boy, I sure do miss little Sebastian. What were we talking about? How did we get on that? What was that? Oh, Fury of, <laughs> Fury of Dracula. Oh, my gosh. What happened? What did you just do? I had it on there twice. Did you? I did. You did. Sorry. John D is deleting stuff from our rundown. <laughs> from our list. This is supposed like... Anyway, I don't want to pull back the curtain too much, but we have a Google Docs thing that is the rundown of the episode, and she's De- just deleting stuff and adding stuff to it like what is this Bor- Bor- is boris court what is shush what <sighs> okay claustrophobia is a game it's a two-player game where you have demons fighting each other and it's not a very good game but so it's real spooky look because look it's 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 fine i just I think the theme is really cool. It has an okay rating. It has an okay rating. It's like 7.5 or 7.6 or something like that. Um, um, that's a pretty decent rating depending on how people have rated it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is one of like Asmodee's earlier games. I'm not sure if it's like still before they were like before the they got super yeah. conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a miniatures game. There's a thing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it called Hell Dorado. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, it's another game that they made. Uh, Cypher Studios and Asmodee made. What are you made. doing? What am I doing? You have us all highlighted in uh, red. No, I I didn't do that. What are you... No, you highlighted it in pink. You had it highlighted in pink. I think I was just... Like, I had selected it all. Yeah, that's what happened. Is I just selected it. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, point is, there was a game that came out like 10 years ago... And it had demons in it. And then they made a skirmish dungeon crawl miniatures game. Called Hell Dorado. That was what the game was called. But yeah, okay. Claustrophobia is the new one. Okay. It's not new. It came out like, you know, nine years ago or something like that. Look, the point is, if you want demons to fight each other and play a, a dumb two-player miniatures dungeon crawling game, then play claustrophobia. I don't know. Okay, stop. Just <laughs> shut up. Fine. If you're so smart, you do the next one. Um, okay. You pick a game that's that you like that isn't very good. Gloom. Okay, go. <laughs> don't just it. say the name. He, I, he just he just like had no words. <laughs> Jared had no words. That was amazing. So Gloom is it's a fun little game. I wouldn't say it's like the greatest game on earth or anything, but I, my favorite thing about Gloom is really just the cards. I like the clear cards. But Gloom is all about you get a family. Oh, oh, the cards are clear. That makes it good. I actually like Gloom. But- I know you do. So shush. So if you haven't played Gloom, I don't know if you've been like 
if you're a gamer and you haven't played gloom you must have been under a rock or something but uh it's got these clear cards because you play cards on top of each other as you build up the character or actually as you're trying to kill the character um the theory goes if you have a terrible life you'll have a great afterlife right so you got to make your characters all kinds of terrible terrible things happen to them right and then you kill them so that they can get their karma in the afterlife right and you can play cards on other people to make their characters lives better because you want to be the first person to kill off your whole family uh and there's a whole bunch of different theme glooms there's like cthulhu gloom and now there's gloom in space fairy tale fairy tale gloom um just regular gloom um i think there's munchkin gloom there is i mean there's just like a gazillion different glooms but they're pretty much all the same thing you get like a family and you, you kill them off okay look here's the deal so we talked about we already talked about arkham horror i'm just going to delete eldritch horror from this list because they're similar they're very similar but eldritch horror is better done okay what is this what is what is monster mansion um did you not play that with me whenever we played it a while back Mm, no i don't know what monster mansion is um it was a game i backed it on kickstarter it's been quite do you mean vast sequel no no whichever whatever that's going to be called uh, i also put 1313 dead end drive on this list but mostly as a joke because i couldn't put lupin louie of course uh ghost stories is a cooperative game it's very difficult you asked me about monster Mansion. i did but while you're looking that up i'm allowed to talk about other things to fill the time otherwise it's just us sitting here in silence that well, i have, I have monster Mansion up okay. it's a real-time social adventure game you have hidden ro- hidden roles in it um and you're basically you work with the group to it's a it's a tile-based dungeon and you're trying to get out of the dungeon but at the same time there's probably like one person that's trying to like screw over everybody else and you have like these little characters on standees um and it's basically just a dungeon that you're trying to work trying to get out of and it's all real time um it's fun it's not like the- oh yeah yeah you played it i remember sure this it now us. i didn't like this oh well <laughs> i like it it's not like the greatest game in the whole world but and i the, like it the okay. box looks like a little house yeah, yeah yeah um i think it's a fun little game it's 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 not like the most awesomest game ever but i liked it okay i wasn't disappointed when i bad that i backed it this came out like five years ago how am i supposed to remember this well, we just played it like in the last like year and a half. Mm. Maybe. So it hasn't been that long. But I, th- I thought it was pretty fun. Ghost oh. stories. All right. Ghost stories. Ghost stories. It's cooperative. You have to fight a, a Chinese. Um, like a ghost. that's Chinese man. Fing, what's his name? Fei, Fei Wu. Wu Fei. Wu Fei. Something, okay. something like that. Uh, it's very difficult. You will probably lose a lot. And there's... Uh, yeah, Wu Fang. Wu Fang. Uh, so it's cooperative game. Much like all the other cooperative games like Pandemic and stuff like that. Uh, Captain is dead. You're going to you're gonna lose. Okay. You're going to so, lose. Super hard. Going to lose. It is very difficult. But... It, I don't know. It's kind of like a sort of tower defense game. Okay. So ghosts will spawn in these little spawn zones and then they move. And once they get to 
the uh, I mean, like it's going to take a couple of turns, but once they move through the area, bad stuff starts happening. And you have different tiles on the village that you have to protect from the spirits. And it's it's really so spooky. pandemic with ghosts. Yeah, it's pandemic with ghosts, basically, um, but not. It doesn't use the like the deck mechanic that pandemic uses. That actually, not a lot of other games use. Pretty much just like Forbidden Island and Forbidden Desert, as far as I know. I'm sure there's some other games that use that kind of mechanic, but okay, but I don't know them. All right. Well, it sounds fun and hard. Can we talk about Zombie Side? Oh, okay. Zombie Side is a good game to play at Halloween. <laughs> is that what you have to say yeah, about it? That's all I have to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about Dead of Winter? How do you feel about how do you feel about Dead of Winter? You know what? I still haven't played it. I own the game. I've never opened it. I still have yet to play it. So that's what I have to say about it. Well, by all rights, it's a fantastic game. Uh, it's a zombie survival game. It's not about the zombies. It's about survival. It's about the survival part of the zombie survival, which is pretty cool. We've talked so about it before. So it's like Walking Dead, only not Walking. Yeah, dead. it's it's exactly Walking Dead, except not called Walking Dead. But you know, it is called Walking Dead. The Walking Dead board game. Yeah, there's like fifty thousand of them now. There's one that I like. It's the one that was published by Z-Man. Ugh. It's just about twice as long as it's supposed to be like all of their games that's not true I like every game i've ever played by them you know pandemic was originally published by z-man okay so that's like the only one i've played by them <sighs> isn't fifty thousand minutes longer than their game says it is sure i'm sure there are some i've played by them that aren't but it feels like every game of theirs is longer than it says that's just my assessment that's fair, um, but the 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 Walking Dead game that I I wouldn't say I like it's okay. I liked playing it. It's not one that you would like go to every like N- no, but it's the one based on the comic, not on the TV show. Although there is supposed to be a game coming out next year based on the TV show that looks like it's going to be pretty good. Maybe we'll talk about it uh, in the future. Maybe but when we do our licensed game. But it's episode. not out yet, so who knows? Right. Um, bring out your dead. Yep, I knew that was what's that. <laughs> that was what was coming. Look, I know I'm prejudiced I because coming. I worked on that game, but yeah, so did I. But it doesn't mean I talk about it all the time. I don't talk about it all the time. Oh, all right. If I had the time, I would at this point insert every single time that you've said "bring out your dead" in the history of recording things. Whatever. But I don't have time. Maybe maybe Whatever. I'll do that as one of my little side projects. Is I'll just go through and I'll. It's a Halloween episode. I'll, I'll I was a, not going to go through a Halloween episode without mentioning "Bring Out Your Dead." Maybe I'll do a supercut of all the times Johnny said "Bring Out Your Dead." Whatever. <laughs> it is a good Halloween game. Is it not? I guess so. I guess that's fair. I, I mean, mean, it's I, about I burying guess. people in a cemetery. Yeah. Actually, when whenever I was first doing the original playtesting for it, it was around Halloween. Well, because we launched the Kickstarter the week of Halloween. Okay. Sure. So, yeah. But anyway. I don't remember. That was like four years ago. I think it was like five or six. Well, look, I don't know. See, I told you I don't remember. Whatever. Point is. That's all I'm going to say is it's it's about burying people in a, in a cemetery. It's a really good Halloween game. And it's you can play it with family. Okay. Well, if we're going to talk about Bring Out Your Dead, we have to talk about Eaten by Zombies. 
Okay, it's a deck building game about surviving the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Is that it? <laughs> and Well, there you go, Max. Now you know what she thinks of you. <laughs> I didn't say anything bad about it. It's a it's a decent game. At the time, it was probably one of the better deck building games. Since then, there have been better deck building games come out. But That's at the fair. time, it was it was an earlier deck. I and mean, it like was it a came great out, deck building game at its time. It came out when like at the beginning of deck building. It was a fantastic built deck building game at the time. There have been better ones since. That's true. But I wouldn't not play it now. I just wouldn't play it all the time now. Okay. Fine. I get it. God, <laughs> don't harp on it. <laughs> well, I am going to talk about... I, I just want to do something real quick here. Okay, do something really quick here. What is this? What is you? What is this right here? What is this? Oh, what that's is this? my holy grail board game. If I could ever get a hold of it without spending like 500 bucks, I would get it in a heartbeat. It's called Boris Karloff's Monster Game. Like the B actor. Yes. Like he did all kinds of voices and was in all kinds of monster movies like back in the day. Yeah. And he was in a ton of B movies. It's like a goofy game that I'd probably never actually play because it's just like some old like I think it's like a Milton Bradley game or whatever. But I really, really, really want it. It's just like a spin and move game that you play like on a preset path, but I really, really want this game like super bad, but the only time I've ever been able to find it occasionally it's on eBay and it's for like insane amounts of money, but I figured during a Halloween episode, I wanted to mention it because it's Boris Karloff and you know, he's like the monster, you know, monster actor or whatever. Um, So yeah, it's like my Holy Grail game. Did Bella Lugosi have a game? I don't know, probably. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I probably would be. Mansions of Madness. Have you played either edition of Mansions of Madness? Are you looking nope. up to see if... Are you? Oh, yeah. Did you just Google Bella Lugosi board game? Yeah. It's, come on. Come on. There's no way there's a Bella Lugosi board game. There's no way. It just comes up with Fairy of Dracula 2nd Edition. See? See? Even Bella Lugosi endorses Fury of Dracula 2nd Edition. <laughs> the 3rd Edition allegedly has fixed a ton of things. I just, I need to play it. But I guess I could say that about a lot of things. Yep. So what were you asking me if I'd ever played? Mances of Madness. I have not. Okay. It's another one of those like spoopy Cthulhu games. But um, you're in a mansion. You know what we didn't put on here? What? Betrayal at House on the Hill. Oh, yeah. Mansion of the Madness. You're in a you're in a mansion. And you depending on which mission you're playing, there's different tiles and scenarios and stuff. Uh the new one uses an app, which is super useful. The the app is available on your phone or on iOS their or web- Android. Yes. Or on their website. Or even on Steam. Huh. So yeah, it, it's I mean they were like, this game requires an app. We gotta make it so it's super accessible. So that's pretty cool. Um, it has a ton of little minis and some huge minis as well. Like some really, really big ones. Um, and So they're big minis. They are, yes. Look, they're still called miniatures because they're not <laughs> full-size Shogoths. I know. <laughs> Would you want to fight a full-size Shogoth or yeah. like a three-inch Shogoth? Probably a three-inch Shogoth. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> If the Dark Lord 
of Rulie Cthulhu appeared from the sea. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you say that? Uh, I always... Yeah, I think so. I don't know. It's nonsense. It's <laughs> it, it you. It's a word you can't say because you're you go crazy. But if if Cthulhu awoken, awoken, <laughs> would you want him to be eighty foot tall, or would you want him to be four inches? Would you want one hundred and twenty millimeter Cthulhu, or a thousand meter Cthulhu? I don't think it's unreasonable. To expect well, Cthulhu to be 120 millimeters. Well. Anyway, Mansions of Madness is great. It's great. And I'm sure if we asked really nicely, we could probably get somebody to run uh, a few sessions of that at our Extra Life event that's coming up soon. Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah. We should take a moment to talk about Extra Life. Sure. We should talk about it a couple of times today. Hey, everybody. Extra Life. Do you know what that is? If you don't, then listen to this do you hate when kids get sick and have to go to the hospital did you know that their families often have to pay lots and lots of money for their kids to go to the hospital well it's a rough life for a kid and it's a terrible <laughs> okay i'll stop i'll stop I think that only works on, like, our actual commercials. Yeah, that was... Hey, did you know that you don't have to have crappy-looking board games? You can have great-looking board games? Okay. Okay, real talk Okay, yeah, here. Real, for real, though. Um, Extra Life is a charity organization that organizes events all over the world, basically, um, to raise money to benefit the Children's Miracle Network. And we are doing ours on November 4th to benefit Riley Children's Hospital in Indianapolis and we have a 25 hour event planned because oops it's the weekend of daylight savings time and if you don't live in the United States guess what you can still donate that... money to, to the event yes we'll have a link to all of that information in the episode notes or you can go to our website and look you'll be able to catch us for on a Twitch. big thing yes we're we're gonna live stream we're gonna have a really great time and it's not too early to donate it's never too early to donate you can go to our website now and find the link yes to donate to us now not to us john d they're not donating to us donate to our team for extra life they're, the money will money will go to riley yes. Ch- riley children's hospital all we, we aren't keeping in it all of the money goes it all goes to riley it's zero percent stays with us we don't take any off the no. top or the bottom None it of all it. goes to riley. save sick kids and help sick kids so um, we are doing a lot of, there's going to be silent auctions. There's going to be some donation incentives. We'll have some live event or live entertainment yes. at the event. Yes. Um, so if you are if you're anywhere around us and income, want to go to that, we will have that information on our website. Yep. You can click on the link in the episode notes here or just go straight to our website and click on the thing that says extra life that hopefully I will have added by the time this goes live. Uh, I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure it will be. I'm sure it'll be fine. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled list of us just reading things that we thought were funny to talk about. Yeah. So student bodies by smirk and dagger. Yeah. So student bodies is, we like them. We do. We like smirk and dagger a lot. Um, student bodies is kind of, you know, I, I am a little bit tired of the whole zombie genre, but I really like student bodies. The art is really cool and it takes place in a high school. 
So the high school has been like overrun with zombies and the kids have to um, get from one end of the school. They have to fight their way through the zombies to get to the science lab, get the cure for the zombies and then get back out of the school. So it's kind of a fight for your life. The first person, it's just like a last man standing, the first person to get the cure and then get back out of the school. So it's not cooperative at all. Yeah, you don't have to be faster than the zombies. You just have to be faster than John D. Yeah, pretty much. So I really like the game a lot. Um, and and the with Smirk and Dagger, there's always kind of like that screw the other people kind of angle to it. And, and that part of it there is being the first one to get the cure and get out with that game so what kind of what kind of backstabbery what how can i ruin your character's life um there are a lot of different ways to like throw the per throw the other person in the in the path of the zombies in order to you know get ahead um like there's lots of different ways to use the other people to to kind of get where you're going you can switch places with people and so there's there's lots of different ways to backstab the other players in that game. So it's not the backstabbery in that game is not hidden at all. Huh. So it's a lot of fun. I really like student bodies. Well, uh, you own it. I've I seen do. It. I've seen it on your shelf. I do. Maybe you could bring it to to extra life. Yeah, maybe. Perhaps. You know what's a really good game that I really like that I almost bought from europe what because i didn't want to wait what mysterium although at that time it was in polish and it was called like mysterious mansion or something like that and also it was about it was a little bit different they changed Mm -hmm. the theme a little bit it was about psychics reading dreams instead of like a ghost trying to find its murderer it's still psychics okay well then maybe it was the other way Uh, point is it's still, it's psychics trying to, com- it's a ghost trying to communicate with psychics. Okay. Well, there's three different versions of Mysterium. Okay. There's the English ones, Fantasy Flight. It's something, it's something Asmodee. Some Asmodee company publishes. Okay. I don't think it's Fantasy Flight. Um, and then there's the Polish one. What is, who, who? Portal? Portal do that? Um, but there's a few different versions of it, but yeah, it's essentially at the end of it, if you get right down to it, it's Dixit, mm-hmm. but with an extra round where you, um, you do a thing. What am I talking about? You figure out who done it, right? Basically. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like it's clue. Um, but for grownups. Okay. Um. Because, yeah, it was Portal. Yeah, I feel like it's Clue. Only it's got a lot more to it than Clue because you're still trying to figure out who did it with what weapon in what room. Okay. Um. Now, the the original one came with these little crystal balls that are yeah. not in Mysterium. It still has no. It's in there in Mysterium. The, the little acrylic, uh huh, crystal balls. I have them in mine. Oh. Um. Oh no. These are these look different. These look different from the ones that. Okay. I say like the the player the player markers are like little. 
Um, they look like crystal balls. Yeah, and they they are. They are just different from the other ones. Um, and they're like the intuition tokens. And I think the screen was also different in Mysterium. Like the um. Now the one thing that's different, way clock. different than Clue. Whoever plays the ghost has a lot going on. Like yes, somebody... because there's not a ghost in Clue. Right, and in Mysterium, somebody plays the ghost, and the ghost is the one giving. They clues can only communicate through the through the dream through images. the pictures. Well, right, the dream images or whatever. Look, here's the point: the, through the psychic images. The, or the problem here is, I may seem like I don't know what I'm talking about, and it's because I played Mysterium, and then I also played, and I don't know how to pronounce it, the original Polish version of Mysterium, and I haven't played them a whole lot, so I'm just from memory not sure which is which okay well here's the rundown then because i've played it a bunch i've played the mysterium the english version basically the ghost is communicating with psychics each psychic not through, not through dreams not through dreams okay. um, it's a ghost okay yeah each of them are psychic um each psychic is going to be getting slightly different messages because the ghost basically the ghost is giving them images and the psychic, it, the psychics are then trying to interpret these images of who the killer might be, and then as they move through that phase, then it's going to be what the weapon might be, and then what room it might be, and then at the end, when you get to the final, you only have eight rounds to figure out who the killer is, what room the the murder happened in, and what weapon it happened with, and the catch is. What the ghost, you know, the person that's playing the ghost, what they, what they might associate. They play Dixit. Basically. What the ghost might associate with the, with the suspects and the weapons and stuff in these images, you don't know. Um, So you're looking at these images and then looking at the suspects and trying to figure out what the images have to do with the other things. Right. Okay. So I, I looked up a thread here. The Polish version does not have the screen. Okay. The English version does. I don't know how you play without the screen. Um, and there's some something different with the c- clock. It's a different number of rounds or something. <sighs> okay, the Polish version, when you live in the United States, does not matter. Right. But that's the one that I played first. It came out in 2013. And Mysterium didn't come out until like three years later or two years later. Oh, it must have. It, it okay, yeah, Mysterium was 2015. Well, but, the game is really fun. Um, it's a little bit abstract, but it is a lot of fun, and I highly recommend it. So, and there's two expansions for it. So, you know, even if you've played through a lot of the pictures, yeah, there's two, two box expansions, but there's also yeah. a bunch of promos. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's a great game to play at Halloween, but it doesn't have to be Halloween, obviously, to play it. It's really cool, and you should play it. Um, also what I think you should do is if you have Dixit and have all of the like 1000 Dixit cards that I have is play it with those. Okay. You've tried to say it's the same game, but when I've read the rules for Dixit, I don't think it's the same game. It's not. So here's, here's the way Dixit works. I say a word or phrase. I'm looking at my cards. What does this card make me think of? If I'm like, Oh, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. I'm going to say Alice in Wonderland. I put my card down. 
You guys all put your cards down too. I know what card I played. You know what card you played, but you don't know what card they played. So everybody's voting on what card they think I played to get points. But they have the same kind of abstract, meaningless nonsense cards. But instead of voting for points at the end of a round, in Mysterium, you're voting on who done it. Ah, okay. But it's the same... Abstract yeah. art concept. Okay, I yes. can see, I can see the not similarities. Exactly the same game. They're, they're the same game in the way that Yahtzee and Farkle are the same game. I don't think you could play it with the Dixit cards, though. Yeah, you could. Maybe. You could. People do it. Okay. I'm going to Google Mysterium with Dixit card. Oh, look. It was auto. Look at this. Google suggested it to me. Playing Dixit with Mysterium cards? You could do it that way, too. Yeah. You could do that. Okay. I mean, you shouldn't, but you could. <laughs> but if you have... If you own Mysterium, you technically already have enough stuff to play Dixit. Fair enough. Um, it's, I mean, you'd have to do some like homebrew, but you have the components to play Dixit if you own Mysterium. Fair enough. So other way around, not exactly, but you could, you could do it. We talked about that for a really, really long time. We did, but I like the game a whole bunch, so whatever. Uh, well, do you want to really quickly talk about Voodoo, and then I'll talk about Zombies, and then... I really also... want to talk about Ghosts with Candy, because... Okay, talk about Ghosts with Candy. Also, the game Werewolf exists. Or Ghosts Love Candy, sorry. Ghosts, yes. Isn't that Steve Jackson? Uh, Yes, Steve Jackson Games. So, Ghosts Love Candy, um, it's kind of a twist on the whole trick-or-treating thing. So, um, the idea is that ghosts love candy, but they don't have physical bodies to enjoy the candy that they want anymore. So, but on Halloween, um, all bets are off. Oh yeah. They become corporeal for one day. Right. That's a real thing that happens. So they can steal. In real life. Right. Whatever. So they can steal candy from trick-or-treaters. So you get to use your team of ghosts to possess trick-or-treaters and, and eat their candy. So that's the whole idea behind the game. And it's mean, kind of, whatever. But I think it's really fun. And it's kind of lighthearted. But in the idea of Steve Jackson games, it's got that whole mean twist to it. And I think it's a really, really thematic game for Halloween. Okay. Uh, what do we do? Kickstarter first or recipes first? Um, recipes. Okay. So I, uh, I grew up eating uh, my mom after we would do the jack-o'-lanterns my mom would always roast pumpkin seeds so i did a, i threw up the recipe you have five recipes four five four four you have a lot of recipes did you do those is this one recipe with variants or i did them separately okay. because it was too confusing to put them all in one. Oh, uh, okay too confusing for you or no for the software for the software okay <laughs> I tried to do them in one, and it was because it had different ingredients and oh, different sure, amounts. Sure. It was really confusing. So I just put in, like, the basic recipe on how to do just regular roasted pumpkin seeds. But then um, I thought it would be fun to put in how you can do things like um, drunken pumpkin seeds, which um, is a variant where you roast them with whiskey and bacon drippings. Okay. Um, and also garlic parmesan. 
and also cinnamon and sugar, which um, I had I had last year, and they're really really good. So just variations on pumpkin seeds, which are very healthy. Um, they aren't quite as healthy when you put things like cinnamon and sugar on them. Right. But um, they're, they're fairly healthy and would make a fairly easy thing to make. And you can have them when you're playing all your fun um, Halloween themed games. Cool. So there you go. All right. Now we talk about Kickstarters. I'll wait until you're done drinking that water because I don't want you to spit all over everything. <laughs> Johnny threw a fit earlier and luckily i had the mic on while i was setting up and checking audio levels i did john d threw a fit about this I, okay it's not like i threw a temper tantrum uh okay there's a game on kickstarter right now from japanime games called kamigami battles a reimagining of konzume goddess yeah john d said why did you put that on the list that game's terrible i hate that game oh wait konzume goddess no, oh i, I love that i did game. not say it was terrible i just said it's dumb because they already have a gazillion um copies of the game out there oh i'm so mad i'm so mad i can't believe that they're putting that game on kickstarter i hate that game oh wait it's i forgot no, that i love that i game. didn't say it's i didn't Look, say i hate it i just said it was dumb instead of us arguing about this we can just play <sighs> the tape and then everyone can hear what you said okay anyway point is konzume goddess is a really cool it is really cool. It's a, it's a deck builder with like chain mechanics from uh, that they might have completely stolen from a different deck building game. Yeah, I take back everything I said because it's a great game. The only thing I didn't like was that it was a stupid can. There was a really terrible. Uh, actually, we didn't talk about it because I, for a, a reason. But there was this really not very good deck building game called Nightfall that had that chain mechanic. And the reason that it was bad was because if I played a card, instead of me continuing my turn, you can just interrupt my turn. It's very frustrating. But Konzume Goddess took that, that chaining together mechanic. And made it not And suck. made it not as bad. Um, but it came in a, in a can, which is dumb, because the game itself barely fit in the can. It was just dumped in a can. It was yeah. just like and if you the cards were cards, shrink wrapped and then totally put in a can. It totally wouldn't fit. And... I take back everything I said. Okay, so I will explain myself, which I think I did. In, in my head, I, I heard Jap Japanime games. And for some reason, I was thinking, oh, my God, it's another uh, Tanto Kori. Which I don't hate that game either, but there's been so many Tanto Kori's. Like, so many. And I was like, oh, my God, it's another one. Five. And then when I saw it in writing, I was like, oh, my God, it's Kanzume Goddess. I love that game, and it's out of print. Yeah. So, and I was glad um, that finally they're going to have it not in a stupid can, which I used to call the game boobs in a can because it's a great game, but it's a bunch of it is um, girls with lots of cleavage and it was in a can. So boobs in a can. It's a great game though. I love the game. But yeah, I have, I have the game and I took it out of the, the can. Um, my can fell out of my car because it had been in my trunk. It fell out and the can got like ruined and a bunch of my cards fell out and i think i'm missing several of them well now you can buy it again i probably am going to i am i'm getting the upgrade to convert the new cards over to the new the new cards basically constantly um, upgrade oversized god cards yeah and then i'm gonna add on um, there's also an expansion that's part of this kickstarter and, and the expansion comes in a box as well so i'm just gonna do the add-on and Put it all in a box. Is that the $40 one? Yes. Cleric? Yes. 
because I liked Kanzame Goddess. I thought it's it was a really cool mechanic. Uh, I was actually working on a retheme of it to make it common Rider based, and I never finished that. But now that Tabletop Simulator exists, I could just put those files on there, and we could play it that way. I know you don't know anything about common Rider, but um, that's it's. I would say look around at the ceiling of the kitchen, but that's all Super Sentai. Mm-hmm. Should the campaign can succeed, Japanime Games plans to produce many more expansions based on the endless pantheons of the world. Yes. That sounds exciting. It kind of does, but then um, two years from now when we're recording an episode about, hey, Tonto Kore is coming back. They made a new Tonto Kore. You're going to be like, oh, Japanime Games? They printed like 50,000 versions of Kanzame Goddess. And I, oh, wait, Tonto Kore. I love that game. No, I really am sick of Tonto Kore. Like, there's... The new one is coming out soon yeah it won't fit in that collector's box so i had I, to buy a new box i i only own like two of the tanto cores and i like the game but i probably won't ever play it again that's fair uh well can we move on to the other thing that you wanted to get mad at me about yes yes because i'm gonna make fun of you about this one <laughs> okay go go for it um jared backed another munchkin yep. and i remember last time he backed munchkin i made fun of him yep um, and he actually had a little bit of a valid reason because at least that one was Shakespeare. Yeah. You have no reason to back that. It's Munchkin. What is this one, though? Starfinder. Yep. And what was the other thing that I also spent a lot of money on recently? Well, it was Starfinder. <laughs> Starfinder. But, I mean, come on, Jared. It's still just Munchkin. Yeah. How many times have you said you don't even like Munchkin? That is a 100% fair and valid insult <laughs> to my intelligence, self-control, and other things. So, gee, Steve Jackson has completely tricked you into spending money on a game you don't even like. Yeah, but this time I get a special signed Munchkin Starfinder certificate, whatever that means. And you don't, Do you think, you do you think Hunter like... Shelburne is going to sign that for me, or do you think it's just going to be Steve Jackson? Probably, I don't know. You don't Probably even like Munchkin. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? This will go on your shelf of shame. No, because it probably won't make it out of the shipping box. Like Munchkin Shakespeare that is still in the shipping box. Oh, my God. That I opened to look at to be like, So it's going to end up in your storage unit. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So your storage unit of shame. Yep, my my storage unit of shame. (laughs) Look, okay, so let me me real talk here for you. Um, I could see us actually playing Munchkin Starfinder. And here's why. We're going to be playing, we're going to have a Starfinder group, right? That you or may not, you may or may not be right in, depending on if I let you poop in my house or not. <laughs> which is the whole Which other is thing. the real issue here, which is the, the actual decision on which Jondi's participation hinges is whether or not she's allowed to use the bathroom. It's a valid concern. Um, But we, so, you know, it might be like, oh, well, let's, while we're taking a break to eat pizza, I can't eat pizza if I can't poop in your house. Look, let me tell the story of the scenario in which we might play Munchkin Starfinder. Okay. All right. Let's take a break from role playing. Let's get some food. Let's relax a little bit before we get back into this combat because there's a boss we have to fight. Hey, while we're eating not pizza because John D can't poop, (laughs) let's play a round of Munchkin. So you want pizza fingers all over your game that you don't even like? I don't think i care enough about munchkin to worry about pizza hands 
Okay, fair enough. But, but we'll play with the modified rules where you can play a level up card to get to level 10. So the game doesn't last 10 hours. I was going to say, because uh, Munchkin lasts like 10 hours. And it's a I great believe, 30 minute game. I believe that we have Munchkin or Munchkin. I believe that we have Starfinder only slotted for eight hours a month. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so uh, the other Kickstarter. So Patrick Letter, the guy that made Vast Crystal Caverns and is also making Vast whatever manner whatever the new game is that is not ready yet the right. standalone sequel and combinable sequel to vast crystal caverns has a new game root a game of hold on i lost the tagline woodland might and right yes now john d you're looking at this right you're lo- are you looking yes. at this yes yes i am um these two characters on the end here these are Star Fox characters do you know what Star Fox? Do you know Star Fox? The game? Yeah, this is the Fox McCloud, and this is Falco Lombardi, who's not a Falcon. I guess they kind of are. I'll put a, we'll put a link to this anyway, because we always do. But I want you guys to go and look at this art that they have. The The art at the very top of the page is straight up Falco Lombardi and Fox McCloud, except he has an axe no, instead of a laser not. gun. Uh, yeah, it totally is. They're just cute little woodland creatures. Um, well, I don't know if you know this or not, but Fox McCloud is a fox, and Falco well, Lombardi like is it. some kind of bluebird. Who is a, a hawk? Maybe I don't know. He's not a falcon, but some kind of raptor bird. Point is, this game looks really cool. It has really cute art. It does look really cool. Um, it's got custom forest meeples with six different shapes. Look at these cards. This is so cute. Now, it's a $60 game. Yeah. But Patrick Letter has never led us astray on his games. Yeah, those two times that I bought Vast from him. Well, both Vast is such a fantastic <laughs> game. I mean, seriously. But this is another instance, and I don't know why people do this with Kickstarter. So, um, I, you know, it's at Manufacturer right now, but they're doing a reprint of Vast. He did a Kickstarter to reprint vast and make an expansion and that has not fulfilled yet so it's just well another one of those like hey just wait a little bit i don't know lots of companies do kick they do they do so many companies do it um as and as long as they do do their budgeting right it's not a big deal yeah um it really isn't um yeah so this game, the art is beautiful. The It looks like the layout, like the graphic design of the cards is really well done. Um, it says the chipboard tokens, the chits, have um, as you call them. Yes. Um, it says that's they're what, thick. That's not what I call them. That's what they are called. Yes. Um, they are, it says they're really thick. It doesn't say like what the actual weight of them is, but... Um, the the cards are sixty three by eight millimeter. That's a really good cardstock. Eight, eighty eight. Oh, sixty three by eighty eight. Uh, so a standard card size. Yeah. Um, you get eighty eight wooden warriors in four colors. Yeah, there's like a pink, a gray, a green, and a brown. Um, you get. And one of the stretch goals is that they'll put little screen printed eyeballs. On the little wooden, oh my God. the little meeples. I really want the stretch goals. And to hit. there's like a raccoon one here, and it looks 
real cute. Yeah, I'm a sucker for cute meeples. Um, there's two custom 12-sided dice. Um, a mounted map of the woodland. Wow, a, a, a board. <laughs> there's also a reference rule book, John D. Yes, there is. And one learn-to-play guide. You know, I actually like it when there's learn to play guides separate from the rule book. That's sometimes like really helpful. Sometimes. Um, but yeah, we will put the links to these three Kickstarters in the down there. And you can check them out if you want to. You can you can back if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. Because <laughs> your friends don't fund. And if they don't fund, well, they're... No friends of mine. No friends of mine. Well, okay. So I just want to talk about Extra Life again real yes, quick here. Um, absolutely. So um, we're working with a couple of possible sponsors, which we won't mention yet until um, they're 100% solid. Yes, but we will but talk about them super, nonstop at the event. We and will. And we'll post about on them our on Twitter. Facebook and Twitter as soon as they're 100% solid. Yeah. And if they come through, they're going to be super awesome. Um, we've got some live entertainment, um, some got a local singer songwriter named jared applegate we've posted on our facebook a link to his uh soundcloud um he's really talented and he'll be performing at one o'clock and nine o'clock so if you can't be there check him out um on our twitch and um some local talent um nate and jamie hettenbach are going to be doing some covers of like some really fun nerdy music and of course, we're going to have lots of gaming going on, our gaming library. Uh, we've got some people that are going to be running some events and tournaments. Um, a local kids group is probably going to be running some D&D. Um, it's not 100% yet, but hopefully they, they call themselves Dungeons and Donuts. They're hoping that they will be there. Um, what else are we looking at having, Jared? we got some tournaments. We've got some fabulous silent auction donations and yeah, stuff like some that. of those things we've got a uh, $20 gift card from a local german well not just german um, we got yeah because you can use it at all three yeah, of his either gerst gerst house which is a german uh, super authentic german food yes um but you can also use the same gift card at smitty's which is a uh, steak it's an italian what is it because when i used to go there it was an irish pub well it's a it's an italian like steakhouse okay um but you can also use it at um Sportsman's, which Sportsman's, is a bar. Which is a pub, pub yeah. bar. Yeah. So you can use it in those three places. We've got um, some mini golf mini vouchers, golf some vouchers arcade for vouchers. Walfers, Walther's Golfing. Yes. Fun. Um, we have a gift card for um, the place in the mall. Um, Nirvana. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had like a completely blank trailer for a minute. So we did a $15 uh, gift certificate for Nirvana in the, the hippie, mall. The hippie store. It's, yep. So if you, they've got some really, they got some nice art. They have all kinds of cool band all shirts too. All kinds of really too. cool. Yeah. Band shirts, um, some really neat jewelry um, and beads and uh, piercing type mm -hmm. jewelry. Mm -hmm. So really cool uh, store in the mall, in Eastland Mall. Um, we're going to have some Riley Children's Hospital stuff. Yes. Um, lots a of cool play and bucket. Win. Yeah. Bucket. Yeah. No, donation buckets. <laughs> we'll have donation buckets. We'll have a Riley Children's Hospital um, gift basket. All kinds of cool stuff. Lots of really cool stuff. We've lots had a, of play and We've had a ton of games. donations. We've, we, we, we have too much stuff to 
to really yeah. go through here. Yeah, lots of but play and win games. We'll try to. I mean, we're we're definitely going to have it all listed on the website. Um, yes, I almost have that page finished, and actually, as soon as we're done with this recording, we're going to work on that for a little bit, finish that up real quick, and then we will all day during the stream talk about everything. And I hope. So previously, we tried to stream on Tabletop Day, International Tabletop Day, and we had some issues. I, if You know what? It was bad internet, though. Very if, bad internet. If we have any issues this time, I'm just going to cancel the video segment because, I mean, I guess we could make the videos, but nobody's going to watch 25 hours of video. Uh, yeah. Uh, but oh, as long as our Twitch goes well, we will also be auctioning off... Um, a cool Star Wars thing. Well, a premium account for a three month premium account for um, X Split. X Split, which is a broadcasting streaming software. So, if you want to get into doing speed runs live on Twitch or YouTube Live, I believe I, I think X Split works with both of those. It does. Um, I know for a fact it works with Twitch. Uh, you can totally. Check it out and get a three month premium thingy. Yep. Uh, but we've got we've got a ton a ton of stuff and a ton of donors and donations and stuff that we just we can't do it all yep. here right and now. And like we said, you can already donate to Riley, um, and we will provide the link. Yes. Uh, along with this episode. Yes. So look forward to that. We've got still a ton of work to do to get ready for that. And hopefully we won't die. John D's closing her computer, so I guess we're done here. So until next time. Until next time, John D. Uh, you can eat chit and dice. Okay, thanks. Okay, bye. Chit and Dice is a production of Swin Media and is distributed under a Creative Commons license. Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 4.0 international. Totally stupid. It's can just you, Consume God is in a box. Yes, it is. It is Consume God. Can you fix your mic? And if you, if you talk about it, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it's totally dumb and it's just, a, oh, wait a minute. I love Consume Goddess and it's out of print. Oh my God, Johnny! <laughs> and it was dumb that it was in a can. Yeah. So never mind. Leave it on here because I'm gonna back it. <laughs> <laughs>